This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. At QL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Monday reacting to the divisional round in the NFL. Looking forward to the title game week in the voice here of Kyle Shanahan. He takes the Niners into Philadelphia next Sunday for the NFC title game at 3 o'clock. We'll get to that. We'll get to a lot of stuff moving forward here and, and kind of look forward at, at both games in a little bit. But first, let's hit the one game we haven't hit here, guys. Of course, presented by BetMGM, the Saturday game. Jaguars cover a 27-20 Chiefs. It hits the under. Jaguars cover the game. And there were some moments here like, can Jacksonville really do this? They were they were there, but they couldn't, they couldn't just close it. But the story, and I think it's a story for this week, it's kind of been swept aside because it's not terrible news. But Patrick Mahomes is hurt. He came back. He played through it. But let's just use the Jalen Hurts example from seven weeks ago, right? We've seen a, a quarterback come back in the game, hurt, play through sprain, and then the days move on. It's like, oh, this thing hurts worse on Monday and Tuesday than it did Sunday when the adrenaline was flowing. So the, the Mahomes issue is an issue. But just for this game, I, I thought that Jacksonville had a chance when he went out. I think we all did. And it was wild watching mm-hmm. the, the money line and just watching the, the betting market react to Mahomes out of the game, Joe. But he came back, and that kind of settled things for settled things for the Chiefs. And even when Chad Henney was in there, they had a ninety-eight was yeah, it was a ninety-eight yard touchdown drive. I'm not saying it was Henny; um, it was some of the other guys. But uh, and your guy Pacheco, don't forget to mention that he went off for ninety-five yards. You're always on those Pacheco props, and uh, that that would certainly cash with his performance. Uh, we were just chatting about it during the break. How pretty much non-competitive all of these games were. And the, the one that only kind of you felt they had a chance, you're right, early on with the injury, as Mahomes is hobbling around, going to the locker room, coming back, you know, a, a couple of different times, is you thought maybe Jacksonville was live, maybe. And then five, six minutes left. If that Agnew fumble doesn't happen, who knows? Yep. Who knows? Maybe this goes to overtime. That was, you know, one quick spin, and the ball just goes flying out. Uh, really close to the end zone, the inside the five or whatever. But, um, you know, Doug does it again. If you went to the well and you took the Jaguars plus the points, I don't know that you deserve the victory, but you got the victory. Doug Peterson, playoff underdog, now a perfect 7-0 against the spread. This Jaguars team is going to be so, so popular coming up in the summer. And it's going to be fun. They were outmatched in that game, but just seeing what they were able to do and the progression that this Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence made this season is exciting. Um, I can't wait mm-hmm. for next season already and to watch them. I was trying so hard not to uh, text Paul during that game and be Aaron Mushworth. Mm. <laughs> because I was like, we were both on the Jags. 
plus nine. And I'm like, I was like holding on to my chair, like, come on. That was a sweaty one. Sweaty. I was mm-hmm. like, are people going to say we got lucky because Mahomes got hurt? Paul's like, I don't care. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> don't matter. And also, I mean, I, I think the fact that Henny led them down the field for a touchdown negates any sort of like, oh, you got lucky that Mahomes was out because he stepped right in and they scored anyway. Um, that was a right. fun one to watch. It was out with a couple buddies. No, 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 back. it does. No, it does not. No, because you didn't get the real Patrick Mahomes in the game. I'm not. I, I don't Wait, care about. They, they marched say about down the field on that KC yeah. defense immediately. Like, I, and but so the, the game changed. I think it would have been yes. a shootout, much more of a shootout. And hey, could the Jaguars have kept up? Right. I think that would have been the game. The game totally changed, but mm-hmm. it's not like all of a sudden, like the Chiefs were still scoring, and it's well, two, and two like, red zone turnovers. And the, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The yardage was almost identical. And the Jaguars actually led in yards per play, 5.8 to 5.4. That tells you that that was really the closest game. And it was the the turnover battle, too, as Paul just mentioned there. Um, So, yeah, they they hung around there. And what the excuse is, who really cares? Uh, It's weird. We're walking away from this game, giving the Jaguars more credit than the actual winner of the game, uh, the Chiefs, as they (laughs) marched on to the AFC Championship game. And they get to play at home. No neutral site. game since uh what happened yesterday but um yeah america's teaser that's what uh, andy molitor was calling it i thought that was perfect america's teaser hits with ease for the most part this was the only part that was a little sweaty but uh philadelphia game started joe g you mentioned like oh well, that teaser's in the teaser everybody had the saturday one yeah when when mahomes went down i was like oh there goes the teaser that's why everyone put it in it's going to lose the jaguars are going to win this game or they're going to be right there within a point at the end or something but then like we talked about henny had the touchdown drive and it's like all right they're going to be okay and then when they finished it and the eagles game started the teases hit joe i saw you tweet yesterday if you if you teased the right way you could have went four and oh this week i mean they were all there it was unders and then sunday was the dogs within the game so right so they're both one one and the other one was right there i mean when you step back this was it's the nfl it's always dicey and it's the toughest thing to predict especially with these tight markets once we get to the football season but it's just comical to me last week the overs go five and one should have been six and oh except for maher missing all those extra points would have been a perfect six to know and then what happens the market adjusts and then all of a sudden we have less scoring and the unders go a perfect four and oh and you're right. If you go, let's go in chronological order. You play those teasers. You're obviously teasing the Chiefs down. That's what everybody had. You're teasing the Eagles down. That's what everybody had. And then when you go to Sunday, well, you're not teasing Buffalo because of where the line was. You're teasing the right. Bengals up, and you're not teasing San Francisco, even though that would have hit. Both sides of the teaser end up hitting in Dallas, San Francisco. So if you tease all four games, there's no reason that you lose any leg. You should have gone a perfect 4-0. Yeah, it was all there. Uh, let's hit some more things from the weekend, then we'll kind of start looking forward here to the championship games that are first on the line. So the other thing, stuff we had this weekend, the leaders. We talked about that last week. Josh Allen led in passing. Kenny Gainwell, as we mentioned in the first segment, the Eagles' third string back led with 112 rushing yards. And then CeeDee Lamb, 117 in the passing department, receiving yards. So uh, I would imagine... Allen, I mean, Allen, from what I remember, Allen, and, and I'm sure Lamb was near the top. But the Gainwell one, just that's the one this week, totally out of nowhere. Lamb was 8-1, uh, to 8-1. to one. So that's a pretty decent hit. 
Uh, Josh Allen, I think he was in that four to five to one range. I guess that makes actually that a little more value than I was expecting for for Josh Allen to be four or five to one. Uh, that's pretty good. And the Gainwell, I mean, I I don't know. I saw ninety, but I don't know if that's a hundred percent accurate. No, there was no celebration. Let's put it that way on Twitter because nobody had this. Nobody had this bet, and nobody thought to look for, for Kenny Gainwell to be the rushing leader of the weekend. God, I'm so mad at myself. But, like, I, there was no sign that this was going to happen, aside from the fact that the well, Eagles were going to be up big and they're going to be running the ball throughout the second half. I don't know, Aaron. RG3 will tell you, if you have a lot of rushing yards, you do very well in football games. I did see that. Those are facts. That and then, was and then I turn the TV on. <laughs> then I turn the TV on on Sunday morning, and, and there is an idiot Rex Ryan. He's like, and you know what the Eagles did? They did a great job running the football. Two hundred and sixty-five rushing yards. Yeah, they were up by multiple touchdowns the entire game. Of course, they're running the football. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw the Niners do the same thing. It's not like groundbreaking <laughs> developments here. When you're up, you run the football. But yeah, uh, Kenneth Gainwell, I mean, even, we have taken long shots, you know, just for funsies. That would have been an opportunity. But if you just look at his game log, I mean, there was nothing that said he was going to rush for 112 yards. I no. mean, unless we had inside information. Um, there's no way we could have predicted that unless it was just a good value play. Yeah, I don't think the Eagles coaches could have. Even if we had Eagles coaches in our pocket, they wouldn't have known that. Like, how would they know he'd break them all for big gains, right? Like, yeah, okay, we'll give him 10 carries in this game. We're winning big. Okay, maybe I'll have 40 yards. No, he had 112. Like, who who could have predicted that? That was totally off the wall. I still blame you because you should have had the intel. You should have been able to share Mm. that because we did talk about it. We did talk about last touchdown in one game, and that was the game. This is why gambling's yep. so great. There was no reason to watch the majority of the game. It's 28 nothing at halftime, but we were all watching it because we had a Boston Scott last touchdown at 25-1. to We were right. Eagles up big. They're winning late. They have the ball. They're, they're giving it to the running back. They just gave it to the wrong running back. The wrong backup running back, right? It was Gabewell right, right. to Boston Scott, like we were thinking. Uh, so the Eagles had uh, the highest scoring of the weekend. They were 4-1, to one, uh, 38 points. And same game. The lowest scoring team was the Giants, 3-1. to one. Not, Nothing too crazy uh, happening with that result. And lowest scoring game was obviously Niners and the Cowboys with 31 total points yep. last night. So that's yep. not surprising. The highest scoring game was Chiefs-Jaguars, right, at 47? That, that topped it all? Yeah. Yeah. Eagles, Giants, yeah. So the Saturday unders hit by double digits. And the no, I'm sorry. The Saturday unders were much closer, and the Sunday unders hit by double digits. So th- those were right, actually so uh, pretty close. Eagles, Giants had what was the number on that? 48? 40, what was it? Giants, Eagles number? Because it hit, it, we came in at 45 at the end. That was the closest one. Uh, I saw 48, and so that hit by three. Yeah, that's the Giants' fault. That's that's Danny Dimes' fault because they couldn't move the football at all the entire game. Eagles obviously held up their end of the bargain. So the other thing that we talked a lot last week about, Survivor, it's over. Mm. Everybody's out. <laughs> okay, Cowboys so. Killed. 
Okay. It's this. You'll enjoy this. The the foot the media survivor pool that myself and Paul were in. There were ten people left going into the divisional round. Uh, me and Paul were knocked out. Now there are eight people left. We were the only two people <laughs> knocked out of the entire pool no! this weekend. I actually, Paul. It sounds like he might be frustrated with it. I'm not because I thought our picks. Just strategy-wise, we were right. Like, just if you want to win a pool like this, you want to be by yourself and put yourself in a position where you actually can take the whole pool, right? Instead of just tying with a million people. And each of us uh, were, were the only person on the game. Paul was the only one in the pool to take the Bills, and I was the only one in the pool to take the Cowboys. Both mm -hmm. of us lost, so the the result was poor. But I'm looking at who's still alive. There are eight people alive, and a couple of them are done. They're, they're in the same pot as us because two uh, of them already used Cincinnati and Kansas City, so you used up the AFC side. You have one pick left. You can pick next week in NFC Championship winner, and then they're done because they'll have no options for the Super Bowl. Yeah, we had different strategies, but similar yeah. contrarian strategies. Like I was just going to burn through the AFC and then take the NFC in the Super Bowl. I was, I was okay taking the Chiefs next week. Didn't feel as great about with Mahomes hobbled. But I, I was ready to fade the Bills in the AFC Championship game. And I think the entire – I was not only going to be different, I was going to probably be going against most of the people in the pool next week. I think a bunch of people would have taken the Bills this week against the Chiefs. Well, especially now with the Mahomes yeah. thing. That, that would have been a yeah. very popular pick if they got there. But they're out. So, so Survivor is done for that playoff pool. All right, quickly, uh, we've been talking about this for a couple months, but now let's make sure everyone hears about it. So we're going to be at the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. And if you're in the Phoenix area, you're making your way to the big game, come out and see us. See the BetQL team broadcasting live at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium starting Monday, February 6th through Friday, February 10th. If you can't make it in, obviously listen on the Odyssey app or watch us on Twitch at BetQL. Can't wait. I mean, and it's going to be an awesome place. 25 betting kiosks there, a 265-square-foot video wall, 38 TVs. It's going to be fun uh, in Arizona, uh, I guess, two weeks from today? Three weeks from today? I I've lost track of how long it is till then. Two, I, right? Close. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. two. Flying out two weeks from two yesterday. Two weeks from today. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, I was trying to oh, figure yeah, that out. Oh, yeah, flying out. Right. Yes, exactly. Man, to watch the it's Eagles. It's a beautiful facility too. If you Google it, I'm like, wow, this place looks phenomenal. I have to get done ready that for yet. the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Eagles I mean that's the big Bills, uh, not Bills. Excuse me, Bill uh, Chiefs, <laughs> Bengals. Joey B. Yeah. Joey B. Let's do this. Not an official. We got a whole week. Let, let's. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, we got it. We got a long time. We got to see how Mahomes <laughs> but, doing. No, that's the lead. That's that. That was the lead for me on Saturday night. Not only uh, cashing all those Eagles tickets, I'm like, all right, Joe G's hanging out at least a couple weeks. I've and, and watching the Niners yesterday, I feel even better. And and the lines are telling us the same that people are I, feeling a lot better about Philadelphia. Well, yeah, early lines. Eagles minus two and a half. Chiefs minus one and a half. We'll get to this, obviously, more as the show and the week goes along. I was surprised. I thought it'd be tighter. I saw some projected mm -hmm. lines of, of one or a pick em. And then that first line comes out at one and a half, and then it jumps to two and a half. I'm like, whoa. Obviously, some support for the Eagles there. A lot to do. Beck UL Court is next, right here on the Beck UL Network.